How are we doing, everybody? Welcome back to the RDN Good Roller Pod, episode 14. I got the boys here with me. I got Kevin. I got Jordan. Before we get into this pod, Kevin, tell them about that DM we got on our Instagram this week. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty interesting. So, uh, what was that, Tuesday? Yeah, like two days yeah. ago. Um, well, I'm at my rink now back to cleaning the rink. And so I take, I'm taking a break from scrubbing tiles in the skate city bathroom. If you can imagine how long that dirt has been on some of those tiles. Disgusting. And, uh, I pull out my phone and my dad's calling me and I answer and he asks about something else and stuff. But then he goes on to say that, um, there's a, there's a young, young guy who came through to talk to him about selling like some pesticides or something like that. Some kind of like bug spray type stuff. And, uh, the garage was open at, at my parents' house and I've got obviously a couple sets of pads. I don't know what I'm going to do with them yet, but I've got some pads in there. The yellow Reeboks and the gold Bowers. The yellow Reeboks, the gold Bowers, the all white Brian's up top. So a couple sets. And, uh, this guy starts asking my dad, like, Oh, you know, look, what are those goalie pads? And and they kind of start saying, you know, some stuff. My dad tells the guy played at Lindenwood and play roller hockey and ended up finding out this guy's name is Steven Scar- Scarmoza. And he was a goalie for UNLV. And my dad watched that guy play a couple of times. And I watched him play a couple of times. And, oh. <laughs> uh, my dad called me like, you know, a couple minutes after that happened, I hang up the phone with him. And then Rob sends me a screenshot of the message that Steven sent to Rob about, Hey, like I, I, I met, you know, like who's the other guy who does the podcast with you. And guy ended up talking to my parents for a little bit. So it was, it was very, uh, very kind of, I guess, um, you know, eye opening how small the roller world is, how small the roller hockey community is. And, you know, this kid was going to school at UNLV a couple of years ago and now he's in, you know, Aurora Centennial area going door to door and That's runs sick. into, you know, my parents' house, which I will be moving back into here in a couple of weeks. So yeah, it was super ironic and just kind of almost makes you feel good about, you know, humanity through all the craziness that we are going through and just that there, there are better times ahead and things will get better, but it was just a nice little reminder that the roller hockey world is still going strong. That's pretty, that's pretty crazy. Dude, <laughs> when I got when I got the message, he was like, Hey, I met your folks at, you know, at your house. I was like, cool. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Like my dad, You're like, my <laughs> folks are split up, dude. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> like met my dad, you guys must have had a great time. So he's like, no, nah, dude, I saw some goalie pads in the garage. And I was like, Oh, Kev, duh goalie equipment. And, uh, yeah, I was just like, dude, I thought that was the coolest thing. You know, immediately I was like, how small of a world is that? And how, cool of a roller community do we have and if it were me like a little thing like that like that would make my day you know yeah. it's like oh my god like i you know like this is a little thing but it's a little reminder of it some good my day. hockey and yeah exactly like, it was made, it, it, was, my day. it so, was uplifting yeah was so uplifting. shout out to steven huge shout out to steven that was awesome follower of the pod even told my parents he's like i listen to the pod and i'm like <laughs> oh my god that's super like, cool that's unreal so yeah. yeah shout out to steven man so but we also do got some other roller news that kind of dropped this week um this is dropping friday but wednesday we had some huge news out of the college roller hockey world the ncrha caden riccardi out of bethel is transferring to lindenwood university he graduated over at bethel and now he's going for his master's degree at lindenwood huge huge props to him doing that so taking his talents to the midwest to lindenwood 
to a very strong team. Um, he's, he's also joining Brandon Kirst, who also did a transfer from Bethel to Lindenwood. So, Kev, you played there at Lindenwood. You see this young talent of a roster. They got, you know, Bryson Johnson. They got Chow. They got a lot of these players. What do you think of this signing? Man, it's, uh, it's pretty big. Um, I know Ronnie's probably one of the happiest guys right now during quarantine to get right a stud. Ear to ear. Yeah, get a stud like Caden on the back end just to round everything out too, you know. Now, just like you said, you got Bryson, you got Rosa, you got Chow, you got Caden. Chucky too um, in that. Yeah. Chucky and Nat. I don't know if Swims. I don't know if Swims graduated or if he's got like one more year. But Delamorte again, Delamorte. It, it it rounds things out. It makes you able to run your lines better in the college game. It's three 12 minute stop clock periods, so they're kind of a little bit of longer games. Um, I know Caden had a little bit of a, a little operation on his hip, I think, over the summer, and so with everything going on with with us, you know, hockey being shut down more time for him to recover more time for him to get healthy. Uh, in my opinion, that, that puts LU as, as a bit of a favorite, uh, you know, they, they usually they are kind of like one of the contenders, but I think this is kind of like pushing the envelope. They've got, you know, somebody who can match up with a couple guys on Farmingdale. So that's, that's exciting news as an alum and, and, you know, in, in the roller hockey world, what do you think, Jordan? Uh, I think, I think it's crazy. Great for Lindenwood. They're picking up a great player. That's, you know, that's been doing it. He's playing pro now. He started playing pro as of the last couple of years and he's, he's proven that he can play at this high of a level. It's more of a like, dang for Bethel. Cause they lost a guy that scored 200 points in 96 games or whatever it was. So it's like, uh, that's a huge, and Brandon, Brandon Hurt curse. He yeah, left too. Yeah. And so there's two, two big people on their team that are now not there for the next year. So it'll be a lot for Bethel to try to fill those holes and try to become as they were one of the contenders last year as they had those battles with LU. But now I think it's kind of shifted in LU's favor. No, I was just going to say, it's just, it's interesting too. Like, you know, you wonder how Caden's going to feel that first game suiting up against the Wildcats, you know, playing against his, his former team and, you know, place where he spent rivalry spent time had. at. Yeah, exactly. You know, me and, uh, you know, me and CJ Bateman yesterday were talking about that. We're like, dude, that's like a huge, like, that's a huge shift. You know, we play, we all play in Piha. That's like one of us playing Prowlers and joining the Thunder because we have a, a huge, bit. we have a rivalry. You know, there's a there's a good rivalry behind that. So, and in the college world, Bethel and Lou is a big rivalry. You know, ever since what twenty what two thousand nine when Bethel started doing the recruiting program. Yeah, I think I think it was I think it was around like two thousand eleven because that yeah. was like my first year and okay. that was like one of their first years they started. Get, but yeah, you're right. You know, that's almost like ten years now that that's uh, that's been going yeah. on a. Uh, Greater Plains Collegiate Inline Hockey League uh, rivalry. But yeah, so I think it's tornado. Armingdale is going to have their hands full. I mean, hands full. You look at, you know, Joey D, you look at um, Max Halverson out there, you know, those boys, they hold it down, you know. Now, you got a full squad in lieu, so it's going to be it's going to be tough defending what are they four time or three time D one champions? Three Pete, three Pete. So yeah, that you know next year when that comes around, man, it's going to be an interesting year. Interesting that uh, they will technically be like, I, I mean, not necessarily they won a championship, but for four years in a row now, yeah, they are the NCAA uh, champions. Yeah. So 
I don't know if that's happened since uh, since like Lindenwood back in the heyday had had you know been just yeah. running through everything. So. And shout out to Jim Tamburino for building that you know that organization at Farmingdale. He yeah. He, he helped, you know, build that when, who was it? Young Crafty, Crafty came over from Newman, started playing with there. They started building, you know, PJ Martino, a lot of, uh, a lot of players. Tamburino would be a good guy to have on here. Yeah. I mean, he wrote, he's written some books. I think he has some screenplays. So wrote but, interesting guy. Calm down, boy. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm not good at it's that. It's early. But, it's early. Well, you know, since we're talking about Farmingdale state, just mentioned PJ Martino on this pod. This is going to be an awesome pod. We got the chance to sit down with a world champion, Narch champion, Palma Pro champion, Tours champion. Tours champion. He's done everything. These guys won everything. He's uh, virtually done everything in the roller hockey world, the accolades. Right. And uh, yeah, it, he, he was a lot of fun. He, he, he was awesome. Fresh air through quarantine. He was very candid. He kind of just let it fly. And yeah, PJ, okay. PJ was a ton of fun. I love PJ. He holds a special place in my heart. He got the GWG, you know, for, in Barcelona last year. He got, homeboy got me a gold medal in so many ways. So I yeah. love that kid. And yeah, it's a, it's a fun interview. Yeah, it's great. So um, I, I loved it. I hope everyone else does. I think uh, later in the pod, you get better stories. Like the later the pod goes, the better the stories get. So, you know, listen to the whole thing. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy this pod. And we're just going to send it over to Kevin right now. And he's going to do the intro. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Good Roller Pod. We are very pleased to have another member from the Men's USA team from this past summer join us. He is a one-time Palma Pro champ, a two-time Narch Pro champ, a two-time world champion, three-time Taurus Pro champ, and a four-time NCRHA D1 champion. He scored a filthy goal that ended up being the game winner against the Czech Republic this summer to bring home the gold for USA. We got number 55 for Mission Black Ice, PJ DiMartino with us. PJ, welcome to the pod, brother. How you doing? That was... I'm good, man. Can't complain. Staying safe during this whole quarantine thing. You getting out and playing at all over at Chavo's little, uh, yeah, little I, was actually, I was actually there like, uh, two days ago. I was over nice. there with my brother and a uh, little mule. That's a, that's a nice setup to have during this time, man. Oh my God. Yeah. It's awesome. That setup he's got is unreal. How far is that away from you? It's like, uh, Probably like 10, 15 minutes. Not bad. Not bad. You can He's skate there. Fake, man. Yeah, you can skate there easily. <laughs> <laughs> Just hitch on a car. Hitch onto a car. Yeah. That's what I would do. Well, yeah. well we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff, dude, but uh, we kind of like starting from the get-go. So, I mean, as a kid, how'd you, how'd you get into playing the sport, man? All right. So, um, me and my neighbor, we were both like four years old, same age, and um, our parents took us to one of those, like, oh, you know, like those roller skate and disco places with the wood floor, the railings and everything, you know? We're kept works. Um, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. Roller so skating rink. Right. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, after they got everybody off the rink, um, they had a hockey game, a roller hockey game going on. They're using balls. The goalies were on feet. And uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I want to play that. And then uh, our parents set us up, and that's where it all started. Nice, man. I think that, I mean, I started out in the street and then moved to a rink like that, Skate City, Aurora, which is where I started out. Rob, I think, started out there. Jordan had some time yeah. there. So, yeah, it's a, those little roller skating rinks, man, they uh, they have a little niche for, for yep. roller hockey for sure. 
<laughs> so I I didn't touch the ball once when I would play because like it was an eight it was eight and under and I, and we were like four years old we didn't touch the ball at all <laughs> didn't touch it at all it so, so you guys are playing you guys are playing with eight and unders when you were four yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my first team ever, and I'm out there skating against these guys. Like I like looked up to all of them. I was like, oh, they're so good. Like, yeah, yeah. And then like goalie, I loved playing goalie because like at least I would like get to touch the ball a little bit, <laughs> get, hit, get hit with a few times. But, yeah. <laughs> good um, memories. Good memories. That was uh. So that was back then. Did you start playing in the league, or what were your first kind of getting like organized hockey? Like, what were your first kind of steps getting into black ice and stuff? Um, well, the first time I like played leagues, like that was a league, that was a league that I was playing. And then, um, I just played like house league, rec league, whatever you want to call it. And then, um, I want to say I was seven, seven and, uh, Timmy Wells, the coach of tour smoke, he saw me playing at rapid fire and, um, yeah. And then he asked me if I wanted to play with tour smoke and then, um, yeah, started playing tours and arch and all those uh, regionals, and then um, yeah, I fell in love with the game. So, how long did you play with uh, Tour Smoke? I played with Tour Smoke for I want to say it was two years. Okay, or maybe hmm, maybe it was three years. I want to say maybe it was three years. Did you and meet Chavo during that time? Yeah, I played a few tournaments with them. Um, cause I was on the 95 team and he was on the 94 team. So, uh, I didn't get to play with them too much, but then, um, yeah, he brought me up to go with, uh, with them to tours 2005 in Florida. So that was my first time playing up and, uh, yeah, I don't know why I always loved playing up. Like every time I played up, I played so much better. And, uh, yeah. So after that tournament, um, I started playing more with them. And then, uh, yeah, and then Tour Smoke broke up, and then we went to the Snipers. So okay. then we played Snipers. Timmy was coaching us, and then uh, he was busy a lot with the pro team. So then um, we would have Thompson and, like, Mosenson coaching us a lot. A lot of bad coaches. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then, um, and then Black Ice started when our Snipers team didn't go to Tours. Our snipers team didn't go to tours. So then Jason was like, Oh, I'll take you guys to tours. You want to play with black ice? And then we went there and then we, uh, we never went back to the snipers. <laughs> <laughs> not a, uh, not a bad uh, choice moving to black ice and everything. So how, yeah, yeah. I couldn't complain. You know, Jason just had a lot more time, you know, to take care of us, teach us the game. And, uh, yeah, I don't regret anything, you know? Absolutely. So, I mean, talking about Jason and black ice, what's it, what's it kind of like to be part of that group? I mean, you know, from an outsider's view to, we got to sit with them last, last year and do a podcast with them. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it's awesome to see the chemistry and your guys' camaraderie and just like the bond you guys have. What's it like being part of that team and just have that bond with all those boys? Um, I mean, it doesn't get much better. You know, I'm so grateful to have like friends for life. You know, I've been boys with them for forever. I always looked up to like the 92s, the 93s, and now to be playing on the same team with them. And like, we're just, yeah. I mean, really, 2014 was really when I like, because I didn't know them. I just kind of like knew of them. But then I was playing on the same team as them. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know, we're, just, we're boys. We're the boys now. 
Yeah, it's been like yeah. 10 plus years now. So, I mean, it's been a long time coming and 10 years going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's been a long time. A long time. Then, like, yeah, craft living at my house, going to school with him and stuff. Then, um, yeah, I don't know, me, KJ, Billy, we go golfing here and there when we can. So, so, oh, VCAL oh, too. Because oh yeah! What's that guy up to, man? Is he going to be back this summer if if, if tournaments I happen hope, or what? I hope. I really hope so. I miss that guy. I miss that guy. I used guy to work too. with him. Too. We used to work together every day. We were doing like landscaping, like stuff. But uh, yeah, we were working together for a while, and then um, and then yeah, he went his separate way and started doing the the whole coaching thing. Vinny Caligari, man, what a name! <laughs> He's the man. I love him. Cool. <laughs> when you're growing up with uh, your brother, you know, going to Miro's rink and everything, we used to hear that you guys used to have some unreal battles versus each other, just like practically it never, killing. It never stopped. What? It never hey, stopped. Can you give us a story or anything? Of Yeah, I mean, uh, I can't really think of like any in particular just because there was so many, you know, yeah. like – we, I never took it easy on him, you know. I was always like, he's gonna, he's gonna fucking love this. Like, it's gonna pay off when he gets yeah. older. Fair enough, it did. But um, I mean, it, it has paid off. It looks like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's like the toughest motherfucker right now. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think of like, like I don't know. Like Jason said, like yeah, at the rank, like I, he, I don't know. I think he might have like slashed me or something, and like I just, I'm chasing him around the rank, and yeah, I think I like. <laughs> to the ground to start throwing haymakers at him but uh, yeah that's wild <laughs> but there was too many and like even in my driveway like we would play so much like it's like a long skinny driveway you know so like tight areas and like we would play this dangle game and like every dangle you point and uh yeah i never took it easy on him like i'm playing defense i don't know, i'm putting him on his ass and shit but uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. good time you think that's like kind of why you guys are the players just challenging each other, you know, day in and day out? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, that's a good reason why Joey is the player that he is. You know, he's so small and uh, but it doesn't it doesn't make a difference. Like he's I think it actually benefits him that he's that small. Like, Dude, he can just wiggle. I mean, that goal he scored yeah. last year at Narch West Coast. He just like toe drag wiggled around. <laughs> yeah, the puck just doesn't come off his stick, and when it does, he just gets it right back. Like he's yeah. relentless. Man, he was uh, he was tearing that ice tournament up uh, before it got shut down, and I was even messaging yeah, you like, "Yo, the I kid is on fire right now." He really was, dude. I was watching those games. I was like, "Jesus, it's like fucking child." Play out there. I, yeah, it's so effortless. Dude, doing whatever he wanted. Guys are trying to cut when he cuts, and they're just losing their footing and just sliding into the boards. And you're like, oh my god, Joey Deck yeah. scratched. Man, well, uh, I touched on it in the intro. Um, you won four four national championships in college, man. I, any the the Newman teams you got on, you guys, you guys dominated over in the East. The Farmingdale teams you went on, you guys dominated again. I mean, that's a lot of hockey. That's a lot of championships, man. Yeah, I mean, I get, like, chills just thinking about it, honestly, because those are, like, the best days of my life. Now, um, Newman, like, we had this sick house, like, just all the boys. Um, I mean, (laughs) Farmingdale was, like, great. It was great. It was definitely... It was harder. It was harder to win with Farmingdale, like that first year that I won with them, because like I mean the team was strong, but it wasn't 
it wasn't what our Newman team was. Like not near, not nearly as good. But yeah. um, your Newman teams were deep for sure. And I, I just the battles that you you and I had with Newman and LU, man, those were those were yeah. some of my favorite games to remember and just look back on. And like you said too, kind of like four or five of the best years of your life, man. Who Rob, Rob asked, who was in your Newman house? Our Newman house was uh, me, Tyler Kraft, Sean Fallon, um, Tom Yeomans, Shane Fox, Eddie Jones, and Brandon Boyle. Oh, and, oh, and Chinny. And Chinny. And Chinny. I thought about oh, shit, man. <laughs> don't forget oh, in my movie. freshman year, my freshman year, we had John Lucente. I don't know if you guys oh, I know. know Lucente. Yep. Yeah. Jersey. He's the crazy, he's like the, I don't know. He was like, he would drive everybody insane, but like he was, he was hilarious. Like he was <laughs> with the door wide open. He's got like a stool. He's there with his laptop. He's like, yo, come in here. I got to show you something. I'm like, dude, you're taking a shit. What's wrong with you? <laughs> he hasn't just set up. <laughs> yeah. He's just one of those, he's just one of those idiots. But, uh, but oh, yeah. boys, um, you played so, two. Two with Newman and two with Farmingdale. Was the switch to Farmingdale to eventually play with your brother, or how how did that go down? No, well, so I actually played three with Newman, and the first one I lost. Yeah, that was uh, the five title, five championships, right? I, yeah, I, well, we lost my freshman year, and then after that, we won all the other ones. <laughs> Unreal. But uh, freshman year, we lost it at our home rink. It was, was our that home the- rink. In yeah, Aston. that was that was the big game that I, Dude, I was that talking crowd, about on that. that. Crowd was unreal, man. Oh. For for a game in the states like that, that for me, that I wasn't even playing. I was on the bench, and it was just an unreal atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a freshman, I wasn't really playing as much as I wanted to either. But um, I wasn't the player that I like am now. Obviously, like my freshman year, I had. I don't know. I was a little nervous before the game and stuff and just I didn't play as good as I wanted to. And uh, I think after that, that really kind of like it was kind of like a kick in the nuts, you know, like and like after that, it really like drove me to be better. And, uh, and then, yeah, after that, we came out in summer and that was when uh, that whole Narch thing happened and Narch run. The, oh, the 2014 and uh, yeah, yeah, that was like yeah. was after, after that. uh that season after that loss at our home rink after that i was just like i never want to lose again well but we could man we could yeah we could talk about let's segue right into then. that then. yeah let's yeah, let's go to your 2014 run man take <laughs> us through that sunday all right well um it all started like saturday night we were everybody was just feeling it like when we played the surge i think it was that play-in game i yeah. think it was uh did you mercy eight, eight nine eight, 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 eight nine yeah and uh yeah we we mercy them quick like we were just every shot was going in every pass was just perfect like we were just feeling it you know and it was just one of those games so after that game i would go back to the hotel and um yeah i don't know i'm not like thinking anything of the snipers game in the morning i'm just thinking like oh, i'm gonna kill this 12 pack and just like live it up right now because tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow is gonna be brutal like we're playing the snipers and then um but then, like, when I, we got in the locker room before the game, I'm like, yo, like, I just, like, feel like we're going to win. Like, and I, I think I said it to Nate. I was like, yo, we're fucking winning this game. And, like, <laughs> then uh, I remember it was this, the second, like, it's in between the first and the second. Like, 
Jason's just like, it's, it's still tied. Like, like we're good. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even know. That game was just so unreal. But, um, yeah. And then you have an 18 new platinum ship that morning too. Yeah. And I, or no, it was the day before it was the day before it but, um, we were, yeah, all of us, like me, Gerger and Kraft, like we were just hyped that we won 95. So like, we're like, Oh yeah, we won 18. It's like, we're the best. Not thinking anything about pro. Like I didn't even think anything of pro. I'm just like, Oh, I'll go out and pro and like try my best. And, you know, not look like an idiot, but, um, <laughs> yeah. And then we just had that day and it was just like, what? so it when you guys, you guys, when you guys got to the championship game, what were you, were you guys like, you know, we're here now. It's, you know, it's our, yeah. once we made it to the championship game, then I was like, Oh, like we, we got this. Like we just be like the three best teams. Like now we're good. Yeah. How's, yeah. uh, how's having uh D's on your team? Annoy. Oh, I love these. Everybody loves these. Everybody. You know, I've never talked to anybody that like says like, "Oh, I hate these." Like nobody, nobody <laughs> says that or thinks that. You know, like yeah. he's the man, dude. Yeah. He, yeah, I mean, we all. I think everyone has a connection here with him. He, you were roommates with him, Kev. Oh yeah, he's the best. He's the best. And then like a lot of people talk about that uh, that backhand on the power play, like how it was an accident. Like nah. it's like clear as day. Like he he knew he was there. Yeah. He just, yeah, oh, such a good play. Such a good play. Once one of the best like plays and sellies. You guys are all selling, and Daniel Goy is just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the oh, white man. helmet on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like man. we were in the crowd, all the LU boys. We were going nuts when he made that play. We were just like, "Oh my god!" And yeah. I, it, I, I could be wrong, but it was zero zero at that point, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it, it, man. That game was pins and needles. That was a, I mean, that was an intense game. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, all those games up. were, you know, all of them were. That so was like what, a, Kenny, that was a good Kenny shut out decision. next gen earlier that day too. Two shut I've out. never. That uh, he had a. I think he let up one goal the whole entire playoffs. That's what Miro said. He's like nobody even yeah. talks about how good Chinny played on that day. He had a shutout against the snipers, and wasn't it against uh, next gen? Yeah. Yeah. And what yep. let one in against the surge? <laughs> no, I think the one was against revision and championship. Yeah. I think it was uh Seabeck. That guy that guy Seabeck. Yeah. yeah. He, he had like a nice shot on him, but but yeah, no. Chinny played unreal. Like that was like the best I've seen like any goalie play, you know. And then like everything was just in our favor, you know. Like there was, I watched I went back and watched the games like kind of recently. I think maybe like two weeks ago or something. And like there was so many times where like next gen could have scored and they just like missed the net or like just like missed the pass and it was just like, oh my God. Like we were so lucky, but like we also played sick, but like yeah, there was a lot of luck involved and uh good bounces, I guess. <laughs> No, uh, when once you guys beat the snipers, it was kind of like, yo, like there's something's brewing here, you know. Yeah. Like these guys are young and they're hungry and they're motivated right now. That was uh, that was mm-hmm. quite a day to watch you guys, man. Yeah, well, that's how roller is, you know. Like anybody could win. You guys have had like four or five different types of jerseys. Which one's your favorite? Mm, I like that question. Um, <laughs> I like I like the purple. I like the purple and white. Or like the purple and blacks. I, w- I want to go. B- I want to get like this year. I was talking to. We were talking to Tommy Near on Zoom. Actually, we were we were all in a Zoom like our Black Ice team, and then we called up Tommy Near. We're like, oh yo, let's let's talk to him about. <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, I I would like like uh like silver, like a majority of silver, and then like purple, like down the shoulders, and then like maybe like oh, and then like oh, KJ was talking about having the old school mission logo, and then under it black ice. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I I'm hoping we'll go that way. I want some silver in the mix. You know, I like I like the silver and purple. I like that look. Yeah. Do you guys? How how about the stormtrooper look? Do you like that look? Uh, I mean, I did, I did, but uh, the only thing is I just like the last few years, like they've been the jerseys and the pants, they match so much that like, it almost looks like a onesie suit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't really like how it like match it. Like it looks like a one-piece suit almost. I don't really, I want it a little different, but, uh, that's just me. You know, I, I know some people like, um, some people were like, Oh, the stormtroopers look stupid or whatever. I, but I, I love like, it. I liked it with Chinny's pads. It was just like, Dude. yeah, his pads look sick. His yeah. whole setup is sick for sure. Yeah. For sure. So you, you spent a year in Spain, you played inline and you played some ice out there. Uh, you played with, I believe it was the Barcelona ice team and winning the, like the day Copa cup. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like the Spanish cup. Yeah. So how did you, uh, so how did that come about when you were playing, you know, inline out there? How did you get the opportunity to play ice as well? Well, uh, before I even went there, like, so I was talking to, I don't know if you guys know Marcus Fajardo. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he lives there. He lives there with his, with his wife now and, uh, and his kid. They like, he went out there when he graduated college. I think he went to UMass and he graduated and he went out there to play a season and then, uh, he just never left. Just stayed out there. Why yeah. not? Yeah, no. They, I mean, I love the city too. Like that place is unreal. Dwyer can tell you, like that place is unreal. But um, yeah. So with the whole ice thing, so he, the guy Marcus Fajardo, he coaches the ice hockey team for Barcelona, and then um, and then he was playing on my inline team. So like before I even went out there, he told me, he's like, yeah, I coach the ice team. So like, if you want to play ice too, bring your stuff. And I was like, oh fuck yeah, like oh yeah. Play. Like, and then, uh, yeah, I went down there and, um, I mean with the roller, I had to coach a lot. I had to coach every night and stuff. So I was only able to play ice like once a week, but, and then like the games on the weekend, I would try and make them, but I think I only played like three or four games, like the whole season. And then, um, and then I had to get a doctor's note to play playoffs, but <laughs> we made it work. Nice. <laughs> why'd you, why'd you have to get a doctor's note just to like, because uh, to be eligible for playoffs, you know, cause, um, you didn't play as many games in the season. Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we swore your... there and, uh, yeah, we won the whole thing. It was pretty what, awesome. What was the your pick? We had, we, uh, they had like a room. Like, cause you know, like, uh, you know, obviously like the FC Barcelona stadium is yeah. ginormous and they had us in like the president's suite and like they had kegs set up and like a whole like award ceremony for us. And it was like the coolest thing ever. No, wait, so that, you're inside that stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, oh, they would even nice. give us t- like for like the crap, like not the crappy games, but the games that like not as many fans there and stuff. Like they would just give us tickets and we'd go sit up there like before practice, just watch the game. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So that day they took us through like the tunnel that they come out of and like, yeah, they showed us everything. It was like the coolest thing ever. Dude, that's wild. So what was yeah. the, uh, what was the level of like play over there in the ice? Was it, um, uh, was it pretty I would, good? I compare it to like, 
I guess I would compare it to like um, ACHA. Like ACHA? Yeah. Like, you know, like every team had like three or four like good guys, like good players. And then you have like the, and then there's like a big drop off kind of, you know, like you got guys that like aren't skillful. They kind of just dump and chase and try and throw guys. <laughs> yeah. But that's like how the ACHA is too. You know, you have like, you have like two or three good guys on a team and then the rest are kind of just like, you know, average. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like there was some guys from like different countries. I think there was like a couple of Czech guys or Swedish guys. I really couldn't tell you, but, uh, but yeah, some guys I'd be like, holy shit, like this kid's actually like good. Why the fuck is he playing in this league? But, (laughs) 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 but yeah, um, I had a blast. I had a blast. And then the one kid on my team, he was from, um, I think he was from Croatia, Croatian or something. I don't, I don't know, but he was good. He was really okay. good. Like his, he was like a tall, skinny guy, and like he, I don't, his style looked terrible. They didn't really have much style there. They like <laughs> you look at them and not think they're very good. But like this kid was like, he was fast as shit. Like he knew where to be, and I would just dish him the puck, and he could rip it. Like he would, he was scoring so many goals. Put on the facade. Yeah. Did they have uh, like a profound respect for roller hockey or how did that go in like the locker room and stuff for like when you couldn't make all these games and practice? Oh, uh, with the ice guys. Uh, I mean, they would like, they would give me a little bit of shit, you know, like they would, like give me shit. But at the same time, they knew like I was like one of the, the better players. Yeah. So they like, they couldn't say shit to me. They were like, yeah. <laughs> okay. but they're just like, yo, like who are you playing in roller? Like, why do you have to go there? Why can't you stay here? I'm like, I'm like, dude, because they're the ones that give me the money. Like, you guys aren't. Giving- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I, I didn't come to Barcelona to play for your ice hockey team. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I cherry on doing it, but I, that's not what I'm getting paid to do. So, well, dude, you even you picked up a little bit of Spanish too. You were speaking a little bit of Espanol yeah. this summer. Yeah, cause, well, because I was coaching there, so you got to remember, like, when I'm coaching, like. Not every, I mean, most of them did speak English or like understand for the most part, but I was trying to get like into the culture. So I would try and speak Spanish when I could. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I I couldn't really tell you like any Spanish now. (laughs) I mean, but like living there for a while, like, you know, you just like pick up things and then, uh, like understanding, like I was, I was getting to the point where I could understand everything. Like the coaches would say something in the locker room and I'm like, Oh, I actually know what he said. Like, awesome. <laughs> well, you spent some time in Spain last year, um, doing that. And then you had a little bit of, you had a little stint in uh, France this year with Foxy Can for, for people who don't know, like, is, is there a difference, um, in the leagues? Like what, what yeah, stuck yeah, out to you as a big difference in, in the leagues? Okay. So, uh, in Spain, the rinks are a lot bigger, a lot bigger. Um, what's the best rink? In Spain? I, I, I like I like the rinks in Spain better, just because they were they were a little bigger and um and yeah it, the way I play I like to have a big bottom line, but then uh, in France it was like a smaller rink, but it like wasn't as fast. Like in Spain, like these guys would just go as fast as they can. And like four check the shit out of you, like do whatever. And like in France, they would kind of play like more similar to like the US. Like they would slow it down and like they're not, they play smart kind of. But, um, but in France, I was getting so many penalties. Every time I would touch somebody, I'd get a penalty and it was just driving me insane. And then even in practice, like my coach and like the guys on my team are complaining that I'm like going too hard. I'm like, I'm like, Dude, it's hockey. It's it's yeah. hockey. 
like stop being a bitch. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it yeah, just so, is that just how because the refs just you know are just so soft over there, or why is the level of I guess play so soft in that aspect? I don't know. I think they just dive. I think they like diving and getting power plays because, <laughs> yeah. like in Spain, in Spain, like they were soft, but like they weren't diving all over the place, you know. So I wasn't getting penalties all the time. Like, yeah, I could go a game or two without getting a penalty. In France, it was impossible. I knew I was like inevitable. I was going to get a penalty no matter what. So I was just like, all right, like just do whatever I can and try not to kill anybody. <laughs> Were you and Foxy roommates out there in the France? Yeah. Yeah. How was, was that? Our beds were like four feet away from each other. We were in this <laughs> tiniest room. It was not a good setup. Like I thought we were going to have our own apartment and we ended up living in our coach's apartment. Like he was going to get us, he was going to get us an apartment. Like, um, I think after, after we came home for Christmas and stuff and then we went back, he was going to get us another apartment, but, uh, after like my whole, uh, my whole stunt there, like when I cracked my head open, I was just like, all right, I'm not going back. Like, yeah. What, what, <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> uh, I mean, dude, it was just stupid, you know, just, uh, after one of our, after one of our games, we went out to the club and, um, yeah, I was like, on like this little like stage thing, I guess. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I needed to, I needed to grab a drink or something. And I, I hopped down instead of using the steps and the floor was soaking wet. So like when I hopped down, I just like my feet went out. Oh. And I, went, I went to catch myself and like, yeah, I guess my, the side of my head, like cracked like the corner of the step. Ow. Thanks. So yeah, then I'm leaking everywhere and like I hopped right up. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. They're like, yo, you're like leaking out of your head. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm grabbed like a paper towel and now I'm just like chilling. <laughs> like, yo, like we should bring you to the hospital. I'm like, I'm like, all right, fine. Like, so we go and then I go, I show up and they're like, oh, well, you're probably gonna have to wait like an hour or so. And I'm like, wait. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm, like <laughs> I'm not waiting here. So I'm like, so I'm like, can you guys just like throw like a bandage on it or something? So like, they gave me some gauze and like taped it to my head. And then we, uh, we went back to the club. <laughs> back to the club. And now I'm dancing around with like, with just like gauze and tape. The girls are like, what, the, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> but, uh, what a, what a beauty. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so then I, I wake up in the morning, just like it's a, just like a normal morning, like thinking everything's fine. And, um, yeah, me and Foxy are chilling there. And then all of a sudden, like I coughed and dude, I felt like my head exploded. Like, oh. I, was, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, dude. <laughs> like, yo, that's not right. And I'm like, and then Shane is just dying laughing. He's like, yo, you should go to the hospital. And <laughs> so I called one of our teammates and then, um, he said he'd like pick me up in an hour or so. So then he took me and yeah, then just waiting at the hospital. Like I was waiting for like maybe three or four hours before they took me in. God. That, that was probably the worst pain. Like, yeah. Of my life. Like I'm like pretty like tolerable when it comes to pain, but like, that was like really, really bad. Like I called my parents and, uh, yeah, I just told my mom what happened. I'm like, yeah, it was really stupid, but um, yeah, like I don't know, it might be like fucked. I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, so when I went in, they the guy said I didn't even need stitches. Like he's like, oh, 
you know, it will, it'll heal. Like you don't need stitches. And I'm like, all right. So I just waited like four hours for you to tell me that. And then, like, <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, all right, like, all right, we'll give you a cat scan just to make sure like everything's okay. Like, like he's acting like I'm like being a baby or something. Like, like I'm making a big deal out of a little cut on my head. I'm like, yo, it's, and then, uh, whatever they take me in for a cat scan and then they come back and he's just like, um, so guy, like, right, maybe you should come over here. And he calls me over. He's like, I, I sent it to the, the specialist or whatever, but, um, it doesn't take a specialist to see that your, your skull is, is cracked. Like it was like, yeah, it's like a really clear as day. Like that. It was, you don't need stitches was, though. <laughs> yeah. Didn't need stitches, but the skull was cracked. Like not like the bone was not touching each other. Like it was, oh my God. yeah. So I look at that and I'm just like, I'm like, wait, that's really my cat scan. Like <laughs> I cannot believe I actually cracked my dome. Like it was nuts. But, um, but yeah, so after that, they're telling So now I'm freaking out because I have a flight the next day. I was supposed to come back home because uh, I, I was going to go to some rave with my girlfriend. And then I'm like, I'm like, babe, I'm not going to be able to come home. Like they're, they're telling me I can't fly now because the pressure is going to explode my head. And it's like, uh, it was just like such a terrible time. And so now they're not letting me leave the hospital either. I'm like, can I at least just sleep in my bed and then I'll come back and like, you guys could check on me and make sure I'm right. They're like, they're like, no, you have to stay in the hospital. And like, half of them didn't even speak English. So they would just come in on me and they're like, are you, you okay? Like Mike, yeah. <laughs> bueno. <laughs> uh, oh like, man. Shane, oh no, that was in France. Sorry. That was in France. Yeah, that was France. But yeah, then Shane, Shane would come and check on me. He's like, yo, are you good? Do you want any food? He'd like bring me McDonald's. He'd like stop by for five minutes and then he'd just leave. Like, All right, thanks Foxy. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wanted to hang out with me or anything. I was just there, like. Uh, just how long were you in the? How long were you in there? I want to say it was like four days. Wow! wow. It was like so brutal because like they would like lie to me too. Like the night, like the night before, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, in the morning we're gonna take his CAT scan. If you're good, then we'll let you go home." And then like they wouldn't even come in in the morning. So now I like have no idea what's going on. I'm like. I'm like, nobody's even came and told me anything. I'm just waiting. And then like two o'clock rolls around and they're like, yeah, um, it's not good to take CAT scan two days in a row. So we're going to take it. Tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, why would you tell me that you're going to do it? And now I'm waiting all day thinking I'm going to get out of here. And now you got me another day. So it's they're just yeah. like, we're going to fuck with this American. man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I felt like. I felt like they were keeping me and they were just torturing me, but nah, it really wasn't that bad. And well, hell man, we're, we're glad you're okay. That's wild. Um, yeah. Glad you're um, back on state side. <laughs> well, yeah. well, man, we've, uh, we kind of touched on a lot, dude, but like within a six year window, you've, you've won everything. You've, you've won college, you've won NARCH, you've won tours perennially as, with black ice. I mean, what, what keeps motivating you to kind of be up at that level, man? Cause you're, you're a dominant player in the sport. Um, I would just say, I just, I like to, uh, I like to feel like I'm the best, you know, I want to be the best and it's just kind of how I am. But like also, what ke- I, I think what keeps me like really hungry is that my, I'm afraid that my brother's going to catch up to me. <laughs> so, you know, I'm afraid he's going to catch up to me. So like, I got to make sure every summer I'm showing up and, uh, 
making sure I'm like at my best. But uh, I'll, like after this whole injury thing, like I, I still didn't feel like I was myself, you know, like we just had those winners at, uh, in Cali. And like the first one, when I was playing with black ice, like I really didn't feel myself. Like I, I would have to get off and take short shifts and, uh, yeah, it was like, it was, I just didn't feel good on the rink, but then, um, I felt a little better the second time when I went and played with Palma, I was feeling a little better, like just like everything, like uh, my stamina and like my hands were like a little better. But, um, now, now I feel like I'm a hundred percent like recovered. And I think, uh, I'm going to have a big summer this year. Nice. Well, we if, talk about- if we play. Uh, talking about all your accomplishments, you've won two world titles. Uh, how was it feeling like putting on the red, white, and blue, especially in Slovakia for your first time? And then this most oh, recently in Barcelona. The Slovakia one was definitely special just because um, how hard that tryout was. That tryout was probably the hardest. Like, I would consider it a game because we were scrimmaging, but like, yeah, that was. Being on the rink with like the best players in the world, that was like that was something else. And then like to see my name on the list, I was just uh I was really happy. That was uh that was really special for me. And um and especially because uh two years before that I got cut from the team. So um yeah, it was really um a bittersweet moment, definitely for sure. And then um Barcelona, Barcelona was just uh that was one of the funnest funnest tournaments I've ever been a part of like just the, like the facility. And then like the fact that it's right next to the beach, like our team was going to the beach every day and playing volleyball. Like before we would even, we even play like wh- where else do you go and do that? <laughs> yeah, seriously. We had nine o'clock games and these guys would just sk- or 9 PM games. And these guys would just <laughs> skate down to the beach after breakfast and get a two hour game of volleyball. Right them. Get the blood flowing. Oh yeah. yeah. I knew if I did, I would be like dead for the rest of the day. So like I kind of stayed away from that. But yeah, these guys, man, you guys lived it up out there. Yeah, it was man, just the team. I think the team just came together and everybody was was all, you know, just pumped to be together. And it was just a great it was an unreal group, man. It was a great group. Tim did a good job of selecting the squad, man. It was like you said, it was unreal. I was super humbled just to be there with you guys and ended up bringing home gold. And that was just obviously the cherry on top, but yeah. want to go there to win and, sh- and whatnot. But, um, yeah, man, it was Barcelona was fun and you were having fun too. You'd, you'd been there. You were familiar with some of the, yeah, stuff dude, I knew everything. Like that was my, yeah. that was my spot. So like, I, and it was like, it was all within like a month's span. So like I literally left and then went right back there. So it was like, yeah, couldn't have been any better, you know? You have That's any? Do you have any favorite memories from um, from these two <clears throat> wins out there? Um, I mean, you know, there's just so many. I mean, that that club, the club that we went to after we won in Barcelona, that was Razmataz, yeah, Razmataz, yeah, Raz, <laughs> just because that was like my spot. And no, and then um, my buddies like from high school, like from home, they flew out, so they That's got there. Sick they got there for like the win. And then like after, so I'm, they met us, uh, they met up. Really? Yeah. They were that. there. Yeah. Three of my boys were there. That's wild. That's yeah. Yeah. That's- and I was going to stay longer. Like I planned on staying with them. Like until I was going to stay like another three days after we won, but, um, Timmy already bought my flight to come back home. 
So I was like, oh my God, like I can't just like waste his money. So uh, I was not happy about it either. I was like, damn, like, fuck, I got to leave in the morning. Like, oh. That's crazy. I didn't know your boys came. It's funny, Frank, my brother, uh, after we won, like all, like our boys, our Linwood boys and, and some Missouri boys, they were hitting up the group and, and Casey Escarcega, <laughs> he, yeah. goes, he goes, Frank, you better get blacked out tonight. <laughs> and Frank goes in this group. He's like, I, I didn't get the invite. I don't know where they're going or anything. And I, I saw this real quick. I pulled my phone out. I was at Rasmataz and I saw it. I'm like, Oh shit. And I, I just text. I'm like, Rasmataz, that's where we're at. So Frank gets in a cab and he just tells the guy like uh, Rasmataz and the guy's like, oh, okay. And like gets him over there. And I guess when Frank walked in, he, he goes in and, and he, uh, he was along that first like bar to the left when you walk in. Yeah. Yeah. And he's walking along. He sees Foxy dancing with, I, I don't know who he's Foxy's dancing with some people. So Frank, my brother, he goes up and he's like Foxy and Fox turns and, Foxes in it, you know, he's getting after <laughs> yeah. a little bit already. And he's like, Yeah, like, what's up? <laughs> Frank's like, Frank's like, I- I'm Dwyer's brother. And he goes, Oh, word. He's like, just hang out right here. <laughs> and so, yeah. so so like 10 minutes later, I come over to the bar to like get a drink, and all of a sudden, my brother, I'm in Barcelona, and my brother just turns and I'm like, Whoa, like <laughs> get here. And he's like, Oh man, Fox just told me to hang out over here. And so like <laughs> Me and Kavaya just got done chatting with like Combs and Kettler and somebody else. And so Combs and Kettler took off because I mean, at that point it was already like, I don't know, one in the morning and those guys had to get up and hit the bus for the airport in like four hours. Yeah. yeah, so, I was yeah it was, with them. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Razzmatazz was fun, dude. Um, what's yeah. the homie's name who was DJing uh, like Funkmaster Flash or um, Grandmaster Flash was playing in Barcelona. That's who it was, was on, that That's who it was on that main floor. <laughs> How big was yeah, it, dude? How big dude, was it? There, there's like three different floors, and each one had yeah. some different music going. Like it was nuts, dude. It was dude, it was pretty insane. Insane, man. Insane. Yeah. yeah, that's wild. Robbie, yeah. you you remember that show when quarantine first started, or one of those shows I said uh, that I, I would say binge it. It was that foreign show. It was called Blinded by the Lights. Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. That show, it takes place in Poland, but like they do a lot of stuff in clubs. And so that's why I love that show so much because I've never been to like a like a European club like that. And so watching that show, I was like, Well, I feel like I'm back at Rasmataz. Like this is kind of nuts, you know? Like, but Rasmataz was sick, man. Dude, Barcelona best clubs. Like we were going out so much, dude. I've never went out so much in my life. I hate like spending money on that shit too. Like, cause I'm like, Oh, why can't we just go to a little bar and like, just get drunk at the like tiny bar instead of spending way more money. But I don't know. You just always have like better stories, better times when you're like at like the big place. Like, uh, <laughs> Oh my God. Then me and Foxy went to Paris and met up with Sigmund and Kavire. That was another shit show. That was how was, was that like three days it was like three days straight of just drink, like we didn't stop drinking like so i was like literally just like by the end of it i was just like falling apart i'm like yo shane we got to get back to like grenoble like, <laughs> I'm, like I feel like I'm done. that's wild yeah. and that train ride like riding the train back was just oh miserable oh dude. give us uh man <laughs> can you give us a un, like a good jay miro story <laughs> A good Jay Miro story. (laughs) 
Well, uh, one time I'm at Rapid Fire, I'm just skate, like skating, shooting by myself or whatever. And like, he hates when I hit the crossbar because the pucks always go flying and like almost hit him, whatever. And the one time he's like sitting there on his laptop and I rip a puck and I'm like, yo, heads up. And it just comes down and lands right on his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> oh, yeah, it like landed right on his laptop. Like, couldn't have been like a worse spot to land, but. At least it didn't hit him. You, you gave know, him a heads up. Yeah, you told him. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did give him a heads up. He should have grabbed the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man, that's, that's funny. Jay, Jay used to he used to see me play like before I even started playing travel. like Because he was like a ref at one of these rinks. Not rapid fire, but another one, sports arena. So like I didn't even I didn't even know he was a ref there. But he told me like once I was on black. He's like, yo, I used to watch you play all the time when you were like little. <laughs> I was that's like, yeah, oh, no idea. I had no idea. That's crazy. I didn't even know he was a ref either. So that's that's even wilder. Yeah, he does it all. If it's if it's in a rink, he does it. <laughs> that's awesome. He's unreal, man. Timmy was yeah. bringing up ball hockey pictures when they had him on that State Warriors <laughs> podcast. I know he loves some ball hockey. Yeah, yeah, Dude, that's another thing. That's another thing. That's- I played with them. He was like, uh, he brought me to some tournament in, like Boston, like like me, Coslo, Vcal. Um, I'm Mike Monfredo was there and like, we were playing with Jay's like ball hockey team. I'm like, dude, I've never played ball hockey in my life. I'm going to be terrible. He's like, he's like, all right, just think of it like this. This is like the Narch pro of ball hockey. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like I've never played a game. You're just going to send me out in this. And yeah, like they, they actually like started benching me. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? I've never played. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. But, uh, yeah, it's just like so hard. Like I'm fast at running too. Like I could run around people, but when it came to shooting, like when I had to shoot when I was running, like it, the ball would just yeah, it was out of control. <laughs> and I, I think I had a breakaway the one time, and I came in on a breakaway, and like yeah, just the ball ends up like in the corner and didn't even get a shot off. <laughs> it's a different game. It's hard. Like especially yeah, no, it's really tough. Uh, it's really tough. You, can't, you don't really have much time to aim. You just have to rip it. That's that's yeah. It. Oh, and then you got these guys, they come into the corners and like they, they, you know how they have those like plastic knee pads. So they yeah. come into the corner and they like slide on the knee pads and just come in and like take you out. <laughs> what <is this>? like, <laughs> he's doing power slides. Like it's soccer. Like there's, it was wild. Man, that's wild. That's hilarious. And they're fucking good too. Like some of those guys, they rip slap shots. The ball's like doing curves and shit. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh yeah. When I was, I was watching Barber, like Pavel Barber do that. And uh, whenever he does that, it's insane. Like the way they can move that ball. It's, it's Oh crazy. yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey man, you know, we appreciate you uh, joining the pod with us uh, before we let you go. What's one thing that, you know, the roller hockey world or some people don't know about you. Maybe like it's a hobby you like to do, or maybe it's a superstition before you know, a game or something. What's, what's something that people don't know about you? <laughs> yeah, I, I knew he does. I knew he was a wine guy. But, I didn't um, get to sit with him once at a meal in Barcelona. I did, forgot to bring that up yesterday. I kept looking <laughs> back at his table, being like, "Damn, he ordered another bottle." Like, oh, it's <laughs> He's a, he was getting the sangrias the one day we were with him. But uh, one, I don't really have superstitions. I'm not really superstitious. I mean, um, one thing people don't really know. You love fishing. You and Cos are big fishers, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. When Cos was home, I was going fishing all the time. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like to fish. Secret. Secret about me. I, I don't would, look like a fisherman, but I like to fish. Who's, 
Whose boat are you always on? Yeah, that's mine. That's mine. That's your, that's your family's boat. No, nah, it's mine. That's Captain oh, Peaches. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like three years ago. Three years ago, I got nice. it. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. I remember the summer you had, like you said, you you came home for what, like a week, maybe ten days, and then you went back to Barcelona for for yeah. world. I remember seeing your Insta. You you were getting on the boat like every day. Yeah, I'm on the boat every day. But if I'm not working, I'm on the boat. Yeah. Do you have a dock at your house? No, no. I actually keep it at a. I don't know if you guys know Josh Wager. Oh, but Italy, he right? Lives, yeah, he lives like yeah. He played in Italy this season. Yeah, uh, but he lives like five minutes away from Rapid Fire, which is like twenty minutes from me. So uh, yeah, I keep it on his dock, and yeah. Nice. He doesn't fuck me or anything, so I save some money. And uh, yeah, that's nice, man. That's cool. Yeah, uh, he's got a sick house, sick setup. That's dope. Well, hey, man, uh, <laughs> appreciate you for joining the pod. This was a fun one. I think a lot of people get to yeah, know more sure. about you and everything, and getting to hear the stories. Last year, when we got to sit down with Black Ice. That was a lot of fun. So I think we're gonna have to do another one of those too to get all. Yeah, the- you didn't get in on that. I was so yeah. jealous. Oh, I was like, damn. Yeah, we got to get you in there because that was a lot of fun too. And just listening to Miro has the most unreal and the best stories. So just getting to he's hear got the best, He's got the best memory. You got to literally remember every detail about everything. Yeah. So, well, hey, we appreciate it, man. We'll, uh, we'll catch everybody on the yeah. next pod.